1998, a film so bold with the ultimate crossover of all crossovers, Looney Tunes, Disney, came into theaters. Directed by Robert Zemeckis, executive produced by Steven Spielberg. This is a movie beyond all imagining, iconic, and beyond anything else, historical. This is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. everybody it is emma violet the violet ray the girl next door here with second rounds and today we're going to be talking about the who you got challenge who framed roger rabbit and i'm here with big money eddie yo 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 what's up everybody welcome 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 to our third episode this is amazing i am so excited i you know i love talking about lion king before and love talking about fellowship of the ring before so I am excited to talk about this all-star, amazing movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Amazing! And I'm also here with Mr. Oh So Smooth. Oh, hello, Miss Emma Vida. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Of course, last week we did The Lion King. We had Mr. A Down Ryan with us. Yes, starring. You got a, You finally had an opportunity to speak and uh, meet Mr. A Down. What did you think about what Mr. You, a Down? What, what did you what, think? Did you think he was a nice guy? I did. I thought he was very cool, and I really liked what he had to say. Yes, I agree. I, I mean, he loves The Lion King, as he we, does. we, we yeah. heard. Yeah. So yeah. we knew... Right in depth. He knew he was going to talk about it again. We did Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, the first ever episode. So, I mean, now we're getting into Who Framed Roger Rabbit is one of my top, I put this top 15 favorite movies for yes. me. For Mr. Yes. So no, Smooth. Same, same, the movie guy, baby. Um, so, I'm, I'm very excited. I know this was your movie. Yes, you did come in third, but yep. as we've discussed... I don't know. You, I think you probably should have been over me, if anything. Look, and, and, yeah. and before and before you continue, cause this is your movie, but I'm going to say it off the top. I'm and and I won, and you won. Yeah, I won. But I'm going to say this: Who Framed Roger Rabbit should have been either number two or number one. Yeah. I'm going to be honest enough to say that this movie easily should have won, or at best could have. Almost beaten yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yes. So this is a great movie to start with. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely, I I think that too. And honestly, um, with MegaCon, like I had said before in the Instagram post, I had said, you know, we're in Disney territory. And it, it I was pretty confident in it. And now sitting here, I'm kind of like, oh, well, I just ate shit in what I just said. But um, no, I, I really, I know. But I think I think I had the nostalgic advantage more so. Um, like old old people just like like older than us were yes. going like oh who framed Roger Rabbit what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you yeah, yeah. no yeah. I, I really think I think I had the, I felt like I had the advantage but I, I still think that in my head even with what I said about Lord of the Rings you know I, I think that I definitely had some kind of winning point with the nostalgia and the Disney feel you know what I'm saying so 
I, I I mean, I was very surprised as well. I mean, I, I we spoke about this. All mm-hmm. three of us spoke about this. Going in, yeah. we were not surprised that Lord of the Rings won. But I guess that who fra- it, look between these three movies that we the two that we've discussed and now the third one we are discussing Who Framed Roger Rabbit is the best out of all the three. There's no fucking doubt about it. Yeah, the movie's just that's fantastic. the movie you'd watch yeah. on a Friday night. Absolutely, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some absolutely. You could be pizza. you could be high, you could be drunk, you could be sober, you could do yeah. it. You could be on shrooms. Imagine being on shrooms. Yes. You should be on shrooms watching this movie. My shit. No, don't, no, don't suggest me. that audience. Not do me. not listen to that. Don't, would, no, don't. That's listen how to you it. Listen to it. This is bad advice. Like no, this is y'all want a badass trip. Watching Would it be a bit? Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Which, which is what I said. Uh, that's a bad trip Judge Doom. I would love it. Yes. No, I would cry. No, I would. Judge, I would cry. You would cry. Judge, you'd be in the corner and you'd piss no, yourself. Judge, I, would, I would totally piss myself. Yes. I would totally piss myself. I'm not Eddie. I'm not Eddie. I would. I or or when he pulls the sword out. I mean, we'll get into this, but when he pulls the sword out in the fucking um. Witchcraft by fucking oh Frank. This God. is witchcraft. And just, I, I, you know what? Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, that'd be have to shroom it up. You, fucking you know, trip. You know what I'll say about it, though? They'll come alive and, and, and shit. And again, it's not my movie anymore in the sense of, like, I'm not fighting for it. Yeah. yeah. I think that The Lord of the Rings as a trilogy, as a trilogy, mm-hmm. is a thousand times better than Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But the Fellowship of the Ring, right? I think it's underneath Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Yes. No, I can actually agree with you on that because I, I mean, again, in the last episode we talked about that, and it was it was Fellowship of the Ring in itself. No, I don't think it could beat Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And you worded it a hell of a lot better than I could have in that Instagram video that I posted before when you guys went to MegaCon. Right. But a trilogy wise, fuck no. I mean, Lord of the Rings beat its ass. I mean, to hell and back. So I I really can't argue with that statement, but against the Fellowship of the Ring, I really do think it should have gotten at least second. Um, I mean, as somebody that got second, I do agree with you. Yeah. And And I love the Lion King. I love the Lion King. We talked about it last week. We did. But I think the Lion King of all three of these was the weakest one. Mm -hmm. Still almost perfect like fellowship like this one mm-hmm. but of all three of these if we were to talk about the almost perfect movie who framed roger rabbit is an almost perfect movie. yeah and one thing i will mention before we start really getting in depth with this movie this movie is based on a book yes yeah. it is who censored roger rabbit yes yeah. and i have read that book Yes, I have done it. I have read a book. Have you read the book? I have read the book. Fuck. Have you read the book? I haven't. I sound like a fake fan now. I yeah, haven't read I actually, the book. I did. I read the book. It's still in New York, too. I got to get it back. But Send it to me, man. You could read it. I read the whole thing. I, I loved it. It's not a bad book. It's not bad. Actually, the movie's better. See, I yeah, actually didn't say. know that, and I'm going to blame it on the youngin thing, but I, I really didn't know that. And I mean, I know a whole lot of facts about it, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I said this in the last episode, I don't know if you heard it, it was actually one of the most expensive movies of all time. It cost so much money to it's make. It's not the most expensive though. No, not the, but in its time, At that like point 1988, in time. it that point, yeah. was. And then it also has the longest credits. I don't know about now though, but it had a 10 minute long credit roll. It was so long. That's yeah. fucking long. Yes, yeah, it, it broke I didn't watch a lot it. of records I didn't watch, I didn't watch the, the credits. Nobody's though. watched the full credits. Hey, it's not a Marvel movie. We don't know what's coming at the yeah, end. Yeah, you said but they're I am like, just yeah, credits. credits. 
We never knew. Oh my God! I would watch this. They were supposed to be a sequel. There was supposed to be a sequel. But I am very excited to talk Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Me and of too. course, I'm also very excited to find out what our next movie was going to be from Big Money Eddie. You're picking the next movie after this, yes. but that comes at the end of the episode. Yes. Emma, it is your movie. Let's Let's don't steal my do thunder, it. bitch. Don't Let's steal my do thunder. it. Let's do it. All right, I'll so. be the bitch that steals the thunder. No, I'm joking. Don't you? Don't you do it? Don't oh, you do it, Big Money she Eddie? Just, she just pulled out a knife. I'm kind of scared. You should be. I got a sword. I do I'm the girl next door and I'll fuck you up, buddy. All right. So for summary, all right, 1947 Los Angeles. So there are tunes and they act in theatrical cartoon shorts as with live action films, which is the whole plot of this movie. Um, they kind of mesh with the human world and then the tune world. There's like a um, a bridge, right? It was the... Um, the tune world. The tune wall, kind of, yeah. yeah. And um, they reside in Toontown. So there is a detective, a private detective named Eddie Valiant. Oh, but, but, big money, Eddie? Yes, big money. Go. And no. Go ham. No, I'm saying, was it big money, Eddie, in the movie? No, unfortunately. It was Eddie Bob Eddie, Hoskins. Eddie, Eddie Valiant. Bob Hoskins. Yes, Bob, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. could play me in any movie. Yes, he could, even though he's dead. But do you imagine that? Oh, you made it depressing. I know, it's sad, right? Imagine, what the fuck, man? Do you imagine Bob Hoskins playing me? <sighs> Possibilities. I'm thinking more Gabriel Iglesias, but yeah, I could see more. Next one, Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I can tell. Was out of pocket. No, I mean. No. Yeah. So no. My, I'm with Mr. Osos. I, I just need to say something. I just need to say something about that opening scene because that opening scene, one of my favorite things. I'm just gonna say this is what I think. This movie is just a perfect movie. Yeah. First of all, he got the line wrong. He didn't get the line wrong. It's just that when he got knocked over, he had to see stars, not birds. Yeah, there were birds. Yeah. It was birds. It was birds. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, that little detail is so fucking hilarious. Think about it. This movie starts off like a tune short. Yes. We don't realize it's actually part of the movie because some a lot of these movies back then that's how they usually started it was like a cartoon in the beginning and then yeah. the movie would actually start yeah, we didn't get no beginning like who framed Roger none of that happened and then it was just oh yeah cool oh Roger Rabbit and, bing, bing, hey, look. and he's sitting himself in the head but he still can't get the stars and then yeah. loved it great it way birds. to it was a fucking movie they, was, they were filming a film and, oh, yeah. and it was Inception live, live orchestra it was Inception before Inception live orchestra and everything they were like Cut the music, cut the music, and then yeah. the band was playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you get introduced to Eddie Valley. This yes, this movie Eddie does Valiant. start no. off like Bad shit, crazy. Yes, yeah. like well, you actually, know what you're getting into. Introduce Eddie Valiant first, actually. No, no. After, 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 after right. Short. It starts yeah. with Roger. But, yeah. but the introduction of Eddie Valiant to me is amazing. He's the right only, there. The yes. only reason why I think this is the best introduction, this is my opinion. Uh-huh. The only movie who to have ever introduced a character. There are two movies, in my opinion, that introduce a character better than Eddie Valiant, and that is Star Wars: The Original with Darth Vader when uh-huh. he comes along. Okay. Like you go like bad guy, <laughs> bad guy. You're like bad guy. When he walks That's a bad. In. Just like when we spoke with Christopher Lee, bad, bad guy. guy. Scar, bad, bad guy. guy. He walks in. He just looks around, looks at all the dead people, and he go like bad guy. Bad guy. And then the other one is Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. In the Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse yeah. of the Black Pearl, Eddie Valiant. When he's introduced in this movie, he starts with saying. Yeah. And takes a swig. But, takes, but, a yeah. swig takes a swig. Takes a swig. Takes a swig. And puts it in his holster. Yes. Meaning 
He doesn't care about saving his life. No, he doesn't. His life is meaningless at yep. this point. You know the message behind that shit? I went like, Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, but I, I want to say it, it does set up the movie for um, Eddie. I'm not going to get too into it, but it sets it sets up a yes. lot of the movie. Like, yes. remember what I was just saying? How it's it starts the movie off low, like Eddie Valiant himself. Yes. You start off on a very low note. Him and Roger Rabbit, although Tune and Human, start off on a really low note. Which yes, I love that. Um, all right, continuing. R.K. Maroon, head of Maroon's Cartoon Studios, is concerned about the poor performance of his number one star, Roger Rabbit. Honey, what are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. All right, damn. We don't even need a soundboard at this point. No, I'm telling you, we just have intro Eddie. and outro. There's really no reason no, to use the soundbites. No, literally, it's just Eddie. Like, yeah. that's all. Please. I don't like how good you are at this. It scares me. Maroon <laughs> hires Eddie Valiant to investigate rumors about Roger's gorgeous wife who I have a huge crush on Jessica Rabbit what are you talking about as a fellow crush on what are you talking about she's a rabbit she gives me a chick boner she's She's a rabbit she is not she's not a rabbit she, I, I, no, but she's I married. No, we know. She's giant tits. I, I am joking. Let, let, let me tell I'm you something. Joking. This I'm movie joking. came out, I believe, in 1988, if yes, I'm not mistaken. So yep. I was born in 87. So I did not watch this movie, obviously, uh-huh, in 1988. Old. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> haha, baby. Haha, <laughs> 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 baby. All right. I watched it when I was five. Yeah. So, oh. so you got to think at the age of five six seven finally getting a chance to watch this movie because i owned it i owned it on vhs i'm sure you me, don't know what that me means too. i um, do know what a fucking vhs oh you do i'm sorry you do the rewind you know when you have at to rewind not, it i yeah, fucking hate that yeah, yeah at least i'm not bald and have wrinkles oh uh, fucking asshole wow well, I, I was gonna wrinkles, go with the bald. bald i was gonna go with the ball but that's like a choice a, you look like a testes though but i love oh, you wow that was fucking rough um back to the movie um i'm gonna get back to the movie now Jesus. <laughs> her first, she called me crunchy on the first episode. He's going to be thinking, thinking about like that tonight. Balls. He's going to look in the mirror and be like, who am I? Yeah, you know what? I might. I might have to look at myself. Am I a tune? <laughs> I might be a fucking tune. And then she called you long schlong in the, the second episode. Long so it was. <laughs> 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 next door with a double bladed you know, fucking knife. You know what? This is a bunch of bullshit. But I'll tell you this Jessica Rabbit. Is fucking you, you, Mister Mister Big Money? You said you met somebody that was an eleven. She is a twenty-seven. Yes. No, no, no. She is a thirty-nine. Remember, she's 39? a fucking 39. god. First ah, of all, 39. she's a god. She's, she's, she's a goddess. She's a goddess. Yes. No, she. Is, no, she's a god. She, as there's a, no male that surpasses. But her as a child, boss. you got to think. Watching this movie as a child, she. We're introduced to her singing. Yes. And. <laughs> Kathleen Turner Dude. does not do her singing voice, by the way. Correct. Yeah. But, but, but her singing. But dude, is I don't even care about her singing. It's the fact that she has some big ass fucking titties. Yeah. She has amazing hips. That fucking ass. There's only the two. Well, the lip when she blows the kiss and then the lips come off. Fucking look. I wish that was real. Um, like, I wish there's that was only me. two cartoons that I sat there and was like, you know. I'd fucking do them. And that's Jessica Rabbit and honestly Roxanne from um, Goofy Movie. Kind of hot. Oh my God. There's that's another one. what I'm. No, I, hot. I have a chick boner. Yes. Kind of hot. Yes. Right? There's another one. What? And she's the original. Wilma? Kind of hot. 
From Wilma. That was, from the that was so out of pocket. From no, what? Uh, Rosie. No. No. Remember the original like Looney Tune with the wolf? No. That was Bugs. No, that wasn't Bugs. That, wasn't that, that Bugs was, dressed like a girl? That was a coyote. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I do know what that you're talking about. one. Yeah, she was she was pretty mm-hmm. hot. I have no fucking she, idea. Also um, in Cool World. Hollywood? Yes. Hollywood. Ooh. I would fuck cool. her. Cool so. Yes. Oh, we'll yeah. get there. Trust me. We'll bring okay. we'll bring Cool World. Cool World. But yeah, let's yeah. before we even got to Jessica Rabbit. Okay, because I love the fact that you mentioned Jessica and everyone's happy right now. We probably. I mean, I just, I just want to say, as a fellow busty redhead myself, I would fuck You're the a shit out of Jessica. Fuck her yes, all day too. Let me know her, when you period. do it too, because I want to watch. Sure. Um, nice. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> do you have a nice little midget rabbit next to you? No, unfortunately. No, then you don't need that. No. I wouldn't want the rabbit. I'd want the chick. Yeah, I t- fuck that. Fuck yeah. uh, I, I'm gonna talk about the rabbit in a bit, though. Because yeah. we, we got to remember, though, this movie is very sexualized. Like there is some yes. sexy yes, shit happening is. in this fucking yeah. movie. They did not. They did not stray no. away from fucking Lake Buena Vista or yeah. fucking Disney no. or Warner nice Brothers. They did not give a shit. Trap. No, no care whatsoever. But let's talk beforehand. We get to Jessica Rabbit. The first show that's happening before Jessica Rabbit is Donald Duck and, and Dad. Duck. Duck. The fucking first time awesome. in history. Fucking yes. awesome. That was the best fucking battle. Like, okay, I'm sorry, yes. Lord of the Rings fucking aside. Crossover that one as wins. hell. Like the, that one wins. No, yeah, no. I agree. That one wins. <laughs> fuck, fuck Alien versus Predator. Fuck Freddy versus Jason. Yes. Fuck any fucking crossover you can think of. Godzilla versus King Kong. No. No, fuck that Chumps. shit. No. Yeah, How about Chumps. this? No, I agree. How about the fact that there, this has happened? In real life, before, this is real, obviously. Yeah. Billy Joel has gone face-to-face with Elton John in a concert. Oh, my God. Amazing, right? Um, The greatest. Still, does not top. Donald Duck and Daffy Duck. No, you're kind of right. It's like one point above. No, no. Billy Joel and Elton John. Number Number two. two. Number two, no, I yeah, no, and I'm a They're huge wonderful. Billy Joel fan, but like, yeah, no, it's great two. fucking. I'm love a Billy great Joel. fan of. Both I know this is why I'm saying the girl next door. I'm just everything you'd ever want. So, Boom! So, I've seen the movie, and if you listen closely, and I know we're going to talk about Daffy Duck, because we're going to talk about Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny. But we'll get there. We'll get to the innuendo a little bit. How about the innuendo that Roger Rabbit has a huge stick? Okay, so I missed that one. We're gonna Whoa. go back a few oh, chapters. Oh, I that's, that. that's that's Whoa. not. Wait, are you trying to hold on? <laughs> are you trying to say that the reason that Jessica's because she actually explains why she's with him? The reason that Jessica's with Roger Rabbit is because he has a huge dick. So it wasn't the humor. Reasons. She gives two reasons. It's humor. That's, that's what she that said. Was no, one. No, no, no. Where, the, where the fuck did she, I miss no, the no, big no. dick part? I don't remember dick. No, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Me and Tommy are like, whoa. Two. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go. Humor. Okay. That was the first one. And then she goes like, better love her than, than uh, whatever he said. And then he went like, you better believe it, Buster. But that's not true, though. I because don't know. No, that's not true. Where does that say, like, that's hey, not, I have a huge fucking schlong? Yeah, but that's not true. Because sex to them, the way they utilize it is patty, patty cake. Patty cake. And though, I mean, me and Emma were talking about this, too. When we did our first, the prelude, we were discussing this yes. afterwards. Yeah. Where she was saying, oh, well, it's it, it's actually happening. Like, no, it's not. Patty cake is actually sex to them. 
Yeah. That's why there's the, in the yeah. pictures yeah. he's doing it. And, and he was you like, see oh, she's no. getting turned on. Yeah. She's no. getting turned on from Patty Cake. She's not really turned on though. She she it, she comes. It's the it's the She's putting a show though. But she's she's coming. She's not coming for real though. What? Well, yes, she was. She no, cheated. Because, okay, no, but it's because as a female, because this is a fucking sausage fest, I'm gonna take the female route and say she was totally faking it because that's what ninety percent of us do. You know, oh, she was fucking faking it. Ninety percent of females. Oh. That's yeah, crazy. Do, that's a that's a big number. We want to make you guys feel better if we really like you, but if not, we just pretend to orgasm because it's just it gets it over faster. Wow. So. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you have learned a lot from watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We did. But yeah, we did. It was really a life lesson for you. But Yonkey. so you're okay. And I, you know what? I, thinking about it now, when she. Was when ah, she yeah, no, yeah. I, will, I will tell you this. I, oh, I don't know because I'd have to. Fuck, I wish I had the scene. Because in the scene is Eddie's sitting there and he's taking the pictures. Yeah. yeah. And he's going, Patty Cake. And he's getting off, for some reason, getting off on this as well. But she's like, uh, and she's getting, and that's when he's like, you gotta be kidding me. And the next scene is, Patty Cake, Patty. I love that fucking yeah. scene. It's so, did, and they're just yeah. looking at him like, you little shit. Like, look at her cheating on you. Patty Cake is how they fuck. Yeah, no, no, obviously. But at the same time, it's like, no, but the implication of, He's a better lover than, than than anything else. He's great at patty cake. He's great at patty cake. What I mean is, but the innuendo the being innuendo. he has a big yeah. dick. I don't know. <laughs> that's but, a good but, question. But no, no, say, no. That's the innuendo of it. Yeah. Like, he's amazing he's at really, patty cake. He has yeah. big hands. But but I will admit Jessica Rabbit did say in the movie, she was like, yeah, I'll be happier when he leaves. Or like she was saying something about like, oh, I had to because of this. And it was probably an excuse. But Roger did say... um, They'll be happy again once Acme's out of the photo. Which know? he Which, ends up... But that sets up the plot for yes, the next thing I'm yes. about to say. Remember when yeah. he says, oh, it'll be better when he you'll leaves. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Yes. And that's when he goes out the, d- <laughs> the window. Yeah. But remember, because then the next morning after Roger says that, and I want everybody in the audience to remember, keyword Roger says, it'll be better once he leaves. Yep. That was a really big plot point in this movie. But then the next morning, guess who's found dead? It's they dropped Acme. an anvil on his he head. Did. I know, but then all the evidence obviously points to Roger Rabbit himself. Because Correct. Eddie Valiant's like, oh, I don't trust no tunes, you know? I don't trust he no was tunes. there when he said it. no tunes. And he was. He was there he was when, there he, when said he said it. So then they had an eyewitness and everything. Right. So that, that really set up um, Roger. So you while investigating... Oh, sorry. No, no. One of the things I was going to mention about Eddie Valiant. Yes. One of the things I was going to mention about Eddie Valiant is that communication is along goes a long way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Agreed. Right. Wow. Agreed. Right. Um, no, but when it comes to Eddie Valiant, one of the major things that you see is my fa- one of my favorite scenes. Just not really. My favorite scene, but when it uh-huh. comes to like just composition wise, yeah, is when he's in his office where he goes into his office, spends the booze, and drinks the booze, and it pans out. The reason I love that is because that panoramic view of his office, yeah, is done in one shot. By the way, mm-hmm. yes, and not only is it done in one shot, it's also telling you stories about Eddie Valley. Exactly. With his brother. His, his brother was killed by a tune. His brother's favorite character, mm-hmm. cartoon character is? Oh, I don't remember. Betty Boop. 
Betty Boop, yes. Oh, yeah, because yes. that's why in the club he was like, Betty he's Boop. So, he's nice to Betty Boop. He's yeah. nice to Betty Boop because yes. of that. He also cleared. Scotch on the rocks. And it was actually rocks. Yeah. Tunes. He's, he cleared Goofy of communist. That is such a funny inside joke, though. Which is hilarious. You know that's an inside joke, though. Because of the yeah, that was that was funny shit. Yeah, funny shit. So, and then Eddie and his brother, I think it's Teddy. Yes, Teddy. It's Teddy. It was Teddy. Yeah. So they're both their parents were circus performers in Ringling Brothers. Mm. So when Eddie Valiant. At the end of the movie, does his... He does the trapeze. He yeah. does the trapeze. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing because he already... You go like... So brilliant. How the yes. fuck does he know how to do all this? Brilliant. He already knew yep. because his family did it. Brilliant that storytelling and foreshadowing. Yes. And foreshadowing in a single frame of film. Yep. And I, I do have to say, though, and um, I, I also told Tommy this, and I said it in the Instagram video again... Who Framed Roger Rabbit was absolutely um, so well, like it was, it was just well received because also it was the second movie to do um, what Mary Poppins did, the animation live action mix. It was truly just a phenomenal film, but also um, the plot device and storytelling and setting up the story. It did a really good job of that for its time, you know, 1988, but, but again, we didn't have like, again, past episode yeah. Lord of the Rings, um, how it would set up that episode. It was just in 1988. This movie had such a short time to set up such a big plot device with yes. Eddie. Yes. You saw it in the first five minutes. It was so amazing. And I fucking love this film for that. It set up so much, but like I had said, also, Visually, yeah, and there's, there's a lot going on in this film, but there's so much and, and it Disney did it beautifully. It was so each storyline, each little tiny thing had its own slot of time mm-hmm. in a span of like, what, 10 seconds where they scan the room? Yes. That's something only Disney can do in my and opinion. And, and again, and they, Warner Brothers. And, and, together, and, they, and together, and together they together? In defense of yes. Robert Zemeckis, the director, and Robert Zemeckis, yeah. the director, huge props to him. This is the same director from Back to the Future. And I yes, think, yes, yes. and I think, when I think of Robert Zemeckis' best movies, I put this number one. Number one. Who, one. Who would put anything above it? Well, Back to the Future. Not even close. I yeah. Number not one. Not even close. Not even. I don't care who says Back to the Future number one. This each, one number one. Each yeah. character in this movie has an arc. Each character in this movie has a story. Major character. Every obviously. single yes, person. Major character arc. Yes. And even the side guys have some shit. Where some of them have it. Where it, it. But it has to play with the story. Of course. But Roger. Um, Dolores, Jessica, Eddie, yeah, fucking, the weasels. The, the weasels, weasels have a fucking yeah. background to it. Fucking Judge Doom. Oh. Yeah, and, and I again, Christopher Dolores, Lloyd. You know, Dolores is actually a main uh, a main reason for this. She, Was no, she married I'm, I'm to gonna, him? Well, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change what you said. I agree with you. Main, main. You said main character, right? No, main. Like main, she has a main plot. Main like plot. she's really. There. I'm gonna change it to main catalyst. She's a Ooh. big, big, big reason in how Eddie is the way he is, which is what yes. I would say a catalyst. She's more of the because, like the cause and effect. She's a ripple effect, which means she's a catalyst, just like Roger Rabbit she is yes. actually a catalyst effect. She, she, yes, I can. You know? Yes, okay. Yeah, um, no, yeah. but they were actually. I don't think they were married. I think they were more in love. I no, mean, they, they were, were dating. They, they weren't married. They, they, they were, were dating. They 
were dating. They were dating. Yes. Okay. So tell me Actually, about. that's why when you look at the pictures from when they went to their vacation, yes. you look at it, they're dating and his brother got killed. Yes, and that's, and the, that's but his yeah. brother was in that but trip. Yeah. Yeah. But I but I so, will remember correct. though, it wasn't just because you know his his brother died. Like it it wasn't really she broke up with him for the trauma thing, which is what well, I think he, it's how he handled it. Well, well, he was he a heavy drinker, an alcoholic. Yeah, and he was a heavy I, drinker. Yes, and Dolores had said that, and she also never stopped loving him, which was such a huge plot point as well, um, which I think people had forgot about. Um, Going back to the summary. Yes. Um, so remember, Acme died and, or Martin Acme died and Roger Rabbit is who everyone thinks is the suspect. Which by, the, by the way, R.K. Maroon, doesn't he look like uh, Dan Hadea? Yes. He does. He like Dan Hadea. When he I was a does. kid, I thought it was Dan Hadea. Yes. I was like, what is Dan Hadea doing? R.K. Maroon? Yeah. He's just, he just popped up. Um, while investigating, Eddie meets Judge Doom. Dun, Christopher dun, dun. Lloyd. Christopher the Lloyd. God man. bless him. God bless him. Christopher Lloyd. What a blessing Another to Robert Zemeckis. He is a blessing to grab. humanity. Yes. He went, we have Doc Brown and Judge Doom. fucking Doom. When he shows up. The ultimate up, good guy, the ultimate bad guy. Oh, yes. the, again, we, we said this when it came to fucking Lord of the Rings. We said this when it came to The Lion King. When he walks in. Bad guy. So even to the point where every time he shows up on the screen, there's a little gust of wind that throws his... He scares the even shit out of me. Even indoors. He's scary as no, fuck. He's scary. Even indoors, he has a little gust of wind that moves his cape yes. along. You go like, where's that gust of wind going? Hell. Well, hell. It's exactly. Hell. Yes, he's a bad guy. That's a fucking bad guy. We his need to trademark that like copyrighted bad guy. Bad guy, but bad a point. Guy. You gotta add the point too. Yeah, bad, bad guy. guy. Okay, nice. but you guys say it different than I do. So do it. Not fair. No, Just I do know. it. Just bad do it. Guy. No. no, 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 no. Bad guy. Hey, bad guy. Get, get there you go. No, no, no. Get deep. Get deep into New York. Bad guy. Wait, no. No, no. Guido, Guido it. No, 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 no. Guinea, Guinea, Guinea. No, no. Could you do a Guinea? A no, real no, Italian no, person. New Yorkian. Bad guy. Bad guy. There you go. I'm trying. I'm Bad learning guy. from them. I'm still new. Uh, think, think, um, a Robert De Niro if he was a female saying bad guy. Oh, so you should have just now do it. Bad guy, bang, got it. See, he should have. You just should have just fucking started with that. I would have gotten it. What the hell? That's a that's a that's a bad guy. That's a bad guy. That's a bad guy. That's an authentic bad guy, right there. Honestly, that is the definition of bad guy. He is the definite all black. Yeah, which for some reason always bad guy when they're always wearing all black. But the fact that he kills a fucking tune right off the bat. Just like, oh, yeah, so this is the, the fucking dip. dip. No, 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 I gotta say it, I gotta say it. The dip. The dip. I can't, I don't have a deep voice. Eddie, will you please? The dip. Thank you very much. Um, so. What was the dip? So, Acid? There's actually, an actual no, combination. You get it? No, 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 I have to do it. So they're tunes, they're drawn, right? Correct. Paint thinner. It was, ah, it was paint thinner. Get it? Because, and yeah. Right. Which is one yeah. of my favorite okay. things. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, I mean, it's very possible. One it's of my true. favorite things. It is. It is. They actually made, yeah, because I read the, the um, I watched the video too. It was actually, they were like paint thinner. And then, and then the guy was like, oh, you know, like, oh, okay, paint thinner. Now, obviously, in the book, it has a different composition. Right. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not paint thinner. It's not paint thinner. But the metaphor for it, it would be paint thinner. In the book, it was technically acid. It was acid. It was acid. In the book, it was acid, yeah. combination of chemicals. 
because together would they, create they print formula oh. for it. Oh really? Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. They put it in I'm there. I'm only going off the movies, and then no, the movies it was paid. So I, I'm yeah, glad you. I'm glad you guys have read the book though, because yeah. I this is a new perspective, and just like the yeah. Lord of the Rings, you didn't read the book. Where Correct. We you, did. You guys did. So this is a good. This is this really is, good. The, the, the one thing I will mirror effect. Right the one there. thing I will say though, the book has zero to do with the fucking movie. Oh really? Like not even. It's the characters yeah. are there, but it's yeah. not like Nothing. the story is not the same. Okay. Like the elements of it are they're there, there okay. but it's not. You can't compare. It's not like, for example, Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings. Okay. Or Hamlet and Lion King. Correct. You know. <laughs> yeah, yep. It is true. That is true. Well, we brought that up, so we know we brought that up. I feel up. like we're gonna get copyrighted by fucking Family Guy for that aha joke. Uh-huh. You know, like, hey Fox, please don't sue us. Fox, please don't sue us. We it's, love uh, you so much. Please this, sue us. That means we're doing something right. right. Now, talking to all of you, it's yeah. uh, it's very difficult to do uh, an episode without doing copyright. Yes, shit. it is. It is. I love Peter radio. Griffin. Okay. Family Guy's so funny. <laughs> no, but it's. The dip, but one of the things that I love about it's it's like those little hidden Easter eggs in an episode. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, when they spill in the bar, mm-hmm. the dip, and Judge Doom runs away with it. Yes. Like it was death. To it him. was his foot. So he had the foot. It was coming towards him, and he just backs it. But. But it was how he did it yeah. that made you kind of go. Was he wearing the boots though? He was wearing the shoes. It doesn't, didn't matter. He, he wears it the shoes, matter. but he, he was. But it was quick. About it. He it, was cautious. right. That's what made cautious. it interesting. Yeah, it's he didn't just sit there and just go, huh? He literally took his foot and went flick. Yeah, like uh, uh, it's, uh, a uh, 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 it's a little yeah. giveaways. It's a little giveaways about. But, but remember, if you're watching it for the first time, it's you not. It's not enough to make you go, oh, but it's enough to make you go, hmm. Why did he move away like that? Even even then, I don't even think. You catch that, yeah. like in your first watch, maybe so, I don't even think in your fifth watch, and you really catch of like, wow, he really moved his foot that quick. That's yeah. a real in depth type no, it, of look. It of took it. me like about I'm gonna say like what my fucking eighth time watching this, right? Shit, where you're like, where I was like, oh my god, I finally get it. And I, it's those kind of movies that you rewatch a thousand times, but each time there's always something new. I know. And again, for I'm gonna bring it up the 1988 movie, just for that time period of like film theory. When you get into that, yes. it is such an impressive feat. That movie broke so many records, made so many waves yes. in the film industry itself. Yes, it, it's such a, it's an amazing thing. I, I really, really enjoy this movie just for that point. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, so. it's and I don't know. Just the fact that, like, I know when we mentioned it too, and I said, "Oh, this was the first time we had humans and tunes together." And you were like, ah, "And you were absolutely right. It was Mary Poppins." Yep, Mary Poppins. But actually, it was not Mary Poppins. Oh, it wasn't. Really? Before that. <laughs> what was it beforehand? Was it? What the fuck are we learning? No, well, there are a couple of shorts in between here and there. We're like, remember uh, uh, Fantasia? Oh, shit. You're there was humans in Fantasia? No, 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 no. But around that time, 40s and 50s, when they do like the penguins and things like that. But no, humans in cartoons. No, yeah, human in cartoons. In like, Fantasia? With the penguins and the humans. Not pan- Fantasia. I'm but gonna you show you right now. You said Fantasia. Okay, we're, we're, we're gonna fact check. It's, it's Fred S. There. Okay, okay, you 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 double check I'll that. Check. Me, I think me and Tommy are on the same page. I'm gonna say Mary Poppins because remember, I've also and unironically in middle school, I've also done a synopsis on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. 
So I loved my program that I had in middle school. I got to nerd the fuck out, and I got to write all these synopsis. That's for, pretty um, awesome. English. I, I'm going to owe it to my mother, so shout out to my mom, because I was homeschooled. But I got to learn a lot about... Um, shout out to your mom. Right? Nerd culture. But it was also like um, a lot of nerd culture as a whole, since we're taking a little break to wait for some evidence. No, um, please continue. Nerd culture definitely has something to do with culture as a whole and human culture storytelling, which Agreed. I'm really big on. Um, Disney also um disney's really big on storytelling you know the imagineers everything um disney does such a good job in human storytelling they make everything sound human it's beautiful it's genuine disney's really good at that um also lord of the rings J.R. tolkien did such a beautiful job in being human so i just i just want to say like kudos to my um middle school program that i did that allowed me to be such a like to experience such a huge part in my imagination and human imagination. I got a really, really good worldview at such a young age. I got that's, to learn a lot. That's pretty impressive. Know? My worldview was literally just watching these kind of movies. Yeah. Like look at and and like I said, I just feel when it comes to this movie, it did so much that it oh, didn't absolutely. it didn't need to do that much. But to the point that because it did that much, yeah. you, you had so much fun but watching yeah, this movie. And this I, movie's a yeah. must it's it's so much fun. It is, and I'm going to be honest with you. I know Warner Brothers and Disney had a hand in this, but I'm I'm yeah. really going to be honest with you. This movie does not get the fucking credit it deserves. Absolutely um, in not. In Disneyland, agree. you know, agree. you know the the who framed Roger Rabbit ride. They got rid of that. I was fucking well, devastated. But they lost the rights. They did That's lose why. the rights. Warner Brothers took yes. the rights. Yes, 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 they did. But it was also I don't think Warner Brothers understands how influential this movie was to so many other movies. Um, especially Disney animation as a whole, like um Space Jam. It was Space yes. Jam, you know, and it did, but this movie, and I'm not talking about Mary Poppins because Mary Poppins, you don't look at and you go, we'll yeah, this movie influenced Cool World. No, the fuck it didn't. It was Who Framed Roger Rabbit because that yeah, movie, I agree right? That. It you is know? literally almost a car- carbon copy yes, of what But it also is. the fluidity of Who Framed Roger Rabbit was mm-hmm. a really, really, really big game changer. I'm not talking necessarily in Disney because Disney has always been like the king of animation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no, but mm-hmm. I'm saying in like an other film, um, I know in film theory, a couple of my friends have been like, yeah, what's the one we study for animation? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Because mm-hmm. that movement was so fluid. It was so natural. It was so yeah, human. Agreed, it's such a beautiful mm-hmm. movie and people do not give it the credit it deserves for not only the plot, but the animation, the time, the budget. It is such an influential movie in film theory and just a film in general. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, nostalgic wise. Yeah. It it brought so many loose ends um, of human storytelling together. Mm-hmm. Really, really a beautiful thing. And yes. um, and I mean, just disregarding the plot as a whole, if you look at it as a human who lo- enjoys movies, enjoys art, um, I'm sure you can look at it like that, Tommy. I hate art. I know, right? Um, it's just... <laughs> it's, I do. Come on, you're the movie guy. You gotta, that doesn't you gotta, mean I like art. <laughs> well, fair. It's just, it's a really beautiful movie. I, I really, really I, enjoy one it. One thing I will say, and I think we should do actually an episode, and a special edition episode, as Big Money has mentioned that we want to do, Who Framed Roger Rabbit compared to Cool World? Because they're both noirs. Um, Andrew, uh, cool World is directed by Ralph Bakshi, who is one of the great animated kings of all time. Ralph Bakshi is actually we know uh, what's better. Let's Ra- just remember we know what's done, better. Anybody done Fritz? Anybody know Fritz the Cat? Yes, uh, hell yeah, <laughs> Fritz the Cat. Fucking Fritz the Cat. Fritz the wow. Cat is like you know very. And he also did Wizards, which is an amazing film, and. Uh, 
the Lord of the Rings, the 70s animated version. Oh, the version. animated version. The animated oh, really? Version. Yes. I did not really? know that. Ralph Bakshi did all that. Ralph Bakshi's amazing. So, uh, by the way, in my research, as I was doing a quick uh, uh, live research, there was a bunch of live action uh, and animation going along. Most of it kind of in between, but one of the first to integrate live action and... Um, and animation was Fantasia. Fantasia. Oh wow. my God! No, you're kind. You know what? When the three caballeros? Yes, that is the true. Yeah, that's fucking true. Three caballeros. Yes, that's true. That's one of my favorite that's movies. True. That's true. Totally Brazil. Forgot I did when? That. Yes, yes, that's fucking true. Yes. Yeah, in the Bahia song. Yes, fucking Bahia. Oh my God! I love. I love Panchito. With the three caballeros. Oh my God! I fucking love that movie. Okay, I really want them What to means make- caballeros? Cowboy. It's like a cowboy. Gentleman, gentleman. Gentleman, no, gentleman. Well, technically, wasn't it like cowboys in cowboy that translation? Is the rough Cow- one? Cowboys is vaquero. Let's not talk about that. We can bring it up at another time because we can talk three caballeros. Oh, but my no, God. We do, right. don't, we'll, get, we'll get too stuck <laughs> with that. You yes. guys are throwing me off my summary. It's because I'm a newbie. No. I'm kidding. You're picking on me. Okay, we'll stay quiet. We are. Shut we'll up. stay quiet. We'll stay quiet. Tommy. Sausage Fest Ta- needs to be quiet. Okay, I'm sorry. Tommy. Silent bomb. I forgive you, Mr. Oso Crunchy. Oh, but not me. God. Oh. Damn well, it. I love you. I'm a little biased. You're fine. Wow. wow. Muting now. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost privileges. So, Eddie, do you like this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's like, fuck this movie. So, anyway. Um, back to the summary. We've just met Judge Doom, the Toontown's superior judge, or court judge, actually. And um, he has just introduced the dip. Dun, dun, dun. He, he's not just introduced it. He's already had it for a bit. Yes. But, I mean, in the, in but the movie. Eddie, he's, Ed, yeah. Yes. In, he's introduced Eddie just the, learned it right there. Yes. I'm talking about Eddie. Eddie. By the way, the detective right there, just quick mention. That motherfucker was one of the admirals from Star from Star Wars. Yes, he was. Admiral, was he Admiral P, uh, Admiral Piet? Really? Yep. Yes. From Return of the Jedi and uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, continue. Yes. Um, so, Baby Herman, this is Roger's tune um, co-star. He believes he's a baby. Sounds like you, <laughs> right? Um, kind of, and the bald head. It kind of matches. He had actually. a little bit of hair though, yeah. and the cigar. He had the well, he had the charisma and everything, so it really fits, you know. Yeah, he was oh, me. Believe it or not, that was a backhanded compliment. Anyway, <laughs> wah, wah. you see, it's uncanny. So, um, the audience can't see him how I'm looking at him right now, but he looks almost exactly the same. So, um, <laughs> I'm pushing my luck, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, baby Herman, who believes Roger is innocent and that Acme's missing Will. This is a really important plot point, by the way, that I really, 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 really want to stress that missing Will was a huge plot point in the Toontown arc, um, which will give Toontown the ownership or um, will give Toontown's ownership to the tunes themselves. Because right. apparently, which of course I didn't get this until like I rewatched this movie. I was like, oh my God, the Toontowns are, or the tunes actually didn't, own Toontown. Toontown, correct? Which is such a huge plot device because again, I didn't actually know that. So, if there's any mm-hmm. comments y'all want to make on that, because that's a huge thing. Well, see, here, here's here's where it comes down to it. Toontown is basically like N-word town. If you want to, hey, go- oh, oh, relax. You said N-word town. That's yeah. not nice, man. But you know, no, that 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 tune in in. 
Who Framed yeah. Roger Rabbit tune is almost the equivalent of the N-word. It's you a know slur. What's, what's yeah. funny? It's actually a slur, which, yeah. Right. I, I You're, you are correct. The way right. they look at tunes as... I, I, it's it, this is a tough subject. The way they it look at two, yes, back, let's is. we're talking back then though. Let's we're focusing 40s, back yes. then. 1940s. This is happening in the forties. Don't look at us as we're bad people. This is you have to look at honestly. People that are listening, look at movies correctly. Yes, they look at it as they're scum. Yeah, it's a fact. Yeah, it's yeah. a fact. It's like Toontown is N-word town, and 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 it sucks because it's like it's the hood. It's the hood. That's what they look it's at. It's expendable. It's expendable. It's 100% expendable. So it's going like, oh, we're losing tunes. Who gives a shit? Yes. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, Acme's missing will ownership to the tunes. So remember, this may be a key to that murder. So this was a huge thing in the um, finding the suspect. So um, Eddie finds Roger and Roger also begs Eddie for help, which is this is a really big part. Eddie, we need help. That, um, that scene with them two. Yeah. Phenomenal. Fucking fantastic. Yes. But, yeah, it, 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 I do want to interrupt you for just That's a minute. A yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of the best scenes, and it was also the most expensive to shoot that I know of. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, no, this scene set up Eddie and Roger for a point in both of their character arcs where they just, they immediately mashed. They were at the same level. And these are two characters that were going through similar situations, but they were on such different levels, and you couldn't compare yes. them. Yes. And then mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. it was just like the big bang. They just yes. immediately clashed. Yep. So, um, so, and Eddie reluctantly hides Roger in a local bar where his girlfriend or ex girlfriend Dolores, Dolores works. Loving Dolores is right. very big. Oh my god! No pain. No pain. No pain. No pain. Roger, shut up! Like, oh, it was yeah. great. But Eddie, what are we gonna do with? Well, that was the, the. It was the song that he was singing that was actually attracting Tunes thing. But it was attracting the tunes and doom, which is yeah. another fucking hint another that he was a hint. fucking tune the and, whole time. Yeah, and no, and, um, and he knows it. That's why he got got onto yes. it. Well, that, remember when he's hitting the fucking thing and he's he's oh, what song was it? Saving a haircut. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Dudes, got yes. him. <laughs> yeah. So. Saving a haircut. Yeah. How did he but know? Then, how did he know that? Because he's a fucking tune the whole time. Yeah. And see, those are things that I wouldn't have guessed. But nope. as you rewatch this movie and time goes on, you're like, holy shit. And time this movie goes is, by. This movie is so brilliant. In the it, way is it, brilliant. it is brilliant. It is brilliant. I agree. It's and I think, brilliant. like as we were saying before, you know, when you find out, obviously, that um, Christopher Lloyd's a tune. Yes. Every time you keep watching it, you now focus on were there hints that he was yes. a tune? As we mentioned, and there's the dip, a billion. The fucking the it's that's like she said. This movie is brilliant. Yes, but it set, it set up so many other movies for because I'm gonna be honest. As many times I've ever watched this movie, it's one of my favorite movies. Every single time that I know like something's up and I see something new, it's like a fucking slap to the face because yes. it's Christopher Lloyd. I'm like, oh my god, he's a tune. Anytime I rewatch this, and I fucking know what's gonna happen. <laughs> but it's like. Oh my God, there was this new thing that I just saw that just pointed to he was a tune and I didn't fucking get it. This movie you could rewatch over and over and, and over and it, still find new shit. It, it's the same yep. thing with like the, the, the Marvin Acne thing. Like he owns Toontown. Correct. But again, he's not yes. a tune. Yes. And we're going back to that racism aspect of, yes. it, of it all. Like a tune is an N word and things like that and things like that. Yes. Well, in the book, they do focus yeah. on racism. Oh, of course. Technically. That's but, the censorship but, and whatnot. 
but that's why Jessica yes. Rabbit's looking for that yes. ownership. Might might I add though, with the racism theme that this movie has, I'm gonna say it has racism, but I'm gonna be honest with you, it has more class. Um, like class, like, I mean, low class, high class, yeah. but I'm going to say yeah. because of this and I've got my notes here and, um, the whole note here, but Maroon forced her to pose for the photograph so he could blackmail Acme, Jessica Rabbit. Yes. So, but what I'm saying about that is it's more of class. It wasn't the fact that it was, you know, tunes, humans. That's not what it was because Jessica Rabbit, we think of as beautiful, well, of course. more human. Uh-huh. It was class. Well, when, That was such a big well, thing. Well, true, but at the same time, don't forget that here's where the metaphor kicks in. Yes. Jessica, of all the tunes, she is the most human of all the tunes you see. Mm-hmm. That that's what I'm saying because, but then how could I say technically that it was, I mean, that's also a racism thing yeah, because no, no, it's that, also that, that, who's the, the most, no. you know. She's most human of all the tunes, quote, but she's quote, still a tune. Yes, but I also think that this has something to do with class as well. That too. Because, yeah. but remember, and I'm only saying that because of one thing. When you said the towns were separated, all right, I'm going to use my city, St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg, Florida is actually still separated by class. Low class, high class. Middle yeah. class, high class. Middle class, low class. That was really present in the 80s and all throughout history. So but I'm, mostly, but it was but also classified by in, in race. That time. But in that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this movie also had such a huge thing with that as well. And I do want to just say that. Because again, I've, read, yes. I've written a synopsis. I'm not saying I'm right or I'm wrong. That's just my personal opinion too. Class is also a really big thing in here. Yes. You know, just like the nightclub with Jessica Rabbit. Yes. It was class too. Both of those had such a big, 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 big theme in these movies, but they went hand in hand. Even the song she sings. Yes. Yes. Is there more of a putting down on herself? Yes. Yes. Why don't you do the man Fucking, I'm telling you, this movie is fucking awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a great think, movie. Think about how obvious it is the the racism aspect of it. Mm-hmm. When he goes to the ink club, and he immediately talks to the chimp, the the gorilla, the gorilla. The, gorilla. What the monkey. What's the password? What's the password? And then what are you looking at? What are you talking about, chimp? What are you talking about, chimp? Yeah. It's it's. It's so in your face, but here's the beautiful aspect about this movie. It's in your face without having to be in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's smart movie. why it works because it's a smart movie. Smart movie. It is a very smart movie. And um, yeah, I mean, like, let's talk about like Zootopia. Zootopia is in your fucking face about it. 100%. It's too much in your face yes, about it. But too who much. Who framed Roger yeah. Rabbit? Now that I'm older, I'm an adult. I'm like, Oh my God! It says a bunch of things without having to say it. It doesn't but need to 80s, say it. That's why in the late eighties, that was such a thing people needed to hear. And it's, yes, this movie is fucking brilliant. Yes. It's not even a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's fucking brilliant. And Absolutely. we should talk more about it in film theory. Absolutely, we should a hundred percent. Absolutely, yes, um, I agree one hundred percent. Let's get into when he goes into Tune World. Yes, because so that's when to talk shit. About that's, that's when, when yeah. shit gets a little cranky. I know. <laughs> so, even some references that I go like, "Yo, that, that is the ultimate." Like when we were talking about with the shrooms. Yeah. Ooh. No, shine, oh, shine. oh no, I'm done. Dude, oh, done. Oh, even as a kid, I was like, yeah. "Wow, 
All right, smile, so. Donya, smile. Right? Sorry. No, you're all good. So, <laughs> that song. Stop interrupting me, bitch. I'm kidding. Um, so when Eddie and Roger obviously meet, he hides in his house begging him for help, legal help, quote, quote. Um, Doom and his two weasel henchmen try to obviously find Roger Rabbit, and Eddie hides him successfully so they flee to the theater where eddie tells roger about the tragic losses of his brother which is a huge plot point for eddie because he finally you know reveals why he's so against tunes um because his brother was unfortunately killed by a, by tune. a tune so and eddie holds this kind of against he drew, what did he uh, drop the piano on his he head? dropped a piano on his head he drops the piano on his but head that's why and a lot of people also miss this part because he thought acme, it was funny when acme died with the anvil on his head he also dropped it eddie just was gonna get nauseous and that's why he turned away never put two and two together because judge doom says he was the one that killed his brother so he never put two and two together because he was so i hate to say it but he was so just focused on his trauma alone he didn't kind of put two and two together just like tommy and that's why in in you know again brilliant Brilliant fucking movie really it is and and it's amazing how he talks about it in the theater when they're looking at goofy the ex-communist. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he goes like, but he got the drop on us. Yes. Literally. Ha-ha. And I'm like, ah, Ha-ha. I get you. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Now. I mean, this movie. I'm, I'm, it's good pick, Emma. Thank you. Good pick. It's, pick. it's it's really it that good. You should have won. I'm stop, sorry, but you should have won. I know Big I Money won, but you should have won. I would love to see you versus Mr. Malave or Mr. A-Town. This oh, movie was Fucking fantastic! Thank don't worry. Hey, here's the thing. Don't worry about it. You get your shot. Who says I'm worried about it? No, no, no. Because here's the thing. Excuse me. I got I got picked, so you know that I'm gonna kick the, any of their asses. So you yeah. know that. So high yeah. five there. High five, high five. Mr. Okay. I'm learning, high five. I'm learning high from five. the best. Florida is gonna kick some ass. So that's yeah. why we're here, man. We're here to take. I'm the I'm the protege. I'm the protege of Mr. Oso Smooth and Big Money Eddie. I'm just the best parts of both of them combined. She is the most dangerous person. Oh, in so she's smart, but she's dangerous. And I'm the girl next door, so I've just got both. There's three you things know. you just don't want to fuck with. Yeah. Period. So, um, continue. <laughs> thank you. You're interrupting me. She's the protege. I am the protege. She's the prototype. Yes, and I will never outdo the Masters. Kudos to them. Big love. Um, so Eddie sees a newsreel detailing the sale of maroon cartoons to Cloverleaf Industries, a mysterious corporation that brought the city's Pacific Electric Transit System shortly before Acme's murder, which is also a really big plot point because this is what would have connected um, Toontown to the real world, quote, quote. Yep. Um, so Eddie goes to the studio to interrogate maroon. Also, a really big plot point: leaving Roger not alone outside. Da- 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 what? Yeah, not. Da- da- not da- da- yeah. <laughs> but he's kidnapped by Jessica. Oh my God. Um, Who her- actually kills R.K. Maroon? Yeah, shoots that mo- shoots that motherfucker down with a machine gun. Yeah. yeah. Absolute wow. baddie. Absolute Bad motherfucker. And there's a reason why. Because as we go later on, he was part of the whole fucking yep. thing. You're like, part of the whole thing. Brilliant. <laughs> so Maroon tells Eddie that he has blackmailed Acme into selling his company. So he- I swear, I didn't do it. <laughs> he was a part of the whole thing. We don't even need a soundboard. Just throw the thing. whole thing away. Yes, he was. So he could sell the studio, but then admits he only did so. Out of fear for the safety of the tunes. So, quick question. Yes. Emma, is this the actor who did uh, RK Maroon? 
That's <laughs> not. No. No, but it's. He looks just he like. Just like. Not her. really to me. Because he looks. I really older. wish that we could just pop up a photo for the audience, like be like, Dan Hedaya, everybody at home. We could, we could, Dan we would definitely uh, post that picture, a picture of him um, yeah. on our IG page. You can tell us was that yes. the actor that played R. K. Maroon? Yes, Dan we'll Hedaya. tell you right now. It was not. It was, it was not. not. So obviously, what um, Tommy and Eddie had both said, um, R. K. Maroon was killed by an unseen assailant. Quote, quote, before he can explain the consequences of the missing will. Yeah. Um, so Eddie spots Jessica fleeing huh. the scene. Sexy Everyone say, ooh. So, and assuming that she's the culprit and she was follows the culprit. her into gonna, the acid trip of Toontown. And I'm going to say something. Acid trip. Yes. Fuck acid yes. Trip. Read 100%. See, I do listen to you, Jesus, Mr. Oso. But I'm going to say something before we get into Toontown. Yes. What I will say about Jessica Rabbit in this specific role. And just at this point, and I'm just going to be honest, this mm. is the best written character in the entire movie. Jessica Rabbit. Yes. Okay. The reason I'm telling you this, Eddie Valiant is, to me, second tier. It's number two. Why? Because Jessica Rabbit, at this point, you don't know if she's good or bad. I yeah, she's know. She's kind of a, a yes. middle, middle. What's the word for? She's du- protecting Roger. Deuteragonist? I might. I'm quoting that wrong. That's you a big word know. for me. You could say a deuteragonist if That's you will. It's not for me. good, not bad. She's like right in the fucking middle. True, neutral. I. You know what I love about her character? It, like you said it perfectly. We don't know if she's good or if she's bad, but the whole point of her is she's protecting Roger. But she yes. plays it off because what? Brilliance. Because when she brilliance. go brilliance, brilliance. brilliance. Okay, see, stop doing accents. You beat both of us. No, I, see, now I You're feel bad. I can do the water boy. Bad. That's it. I, I am. I can do the water boy and the chipmunks. I can do that. That's it. I don't want to hear that one actually. Which one? The chipmunks. Why the not? chipmunks is amazing. I'm gonna that be really. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna do it on the episode. Okay, thank it God. It is amazing. Tommy, I'm not ready for that. I could do it. I'm no, no, it is amazing. Yeah. I'm not ready. I'm not amazing. Ready. I'll do it after the episode. Let me like mentally prepare myself. Okay. Okay. You have the old episode. Ah. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> so. So. <laughs> I start sobbing. <laughs> fucking fear. So, because here's the thing. Like, I, I want you to think about it for a moment. And think about the character of Jessica Rabbit for a moment and realize the following things. The only things we know about her is she was, quote unquote, unfaithful to Roger. Quote unquote. Quote Quote unquote. But still, so far, on camera, unfaithful. Correct. Then. A murderer. um, Not yet. Well, not yet. Not Not yet. yet. No, not yet. Then she goes into Eddie Valiant's uh, 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 office. Oh, my God. And then she basically. Ruins his relationship with Dolores. Yes. Yeah. No, this is true. When he booby slaps her accidentally oh with God. his head. I would give my left fucking lip like kidney to booby slap that wow. every day. I can't even fucking speak. I'm like, wow, tits. She goes like tits. I think every man and woman on this fucking planet can appreciate a good pair of tits. Amen. No, but no, no, but not just any tits. Just like Jessica redhead tits. Those tits. Yeah. This movie's so dangerous. It is. So this was like a sexual awakening for like eight years old. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. So I was like eight years old, and I'm like, wow. I, I need to stroke. She's watching it going, you know, kind of like this shit. This, no, that was me like movie, at eight years old Googling, what do tits look like? This movie. <laughs> wow. 
What do other boobs look like? I'm just being real. She, she was looking down. And she goes like, I got nothing here right now. So let me see what's going on. It was like an awakening. Oh my no, God. You know? I, I said eight years old. So I'm just saying. No, I know. So, <laughs> yeah. And then We got to explain shit to each other. Because we're like, did you get the context? Did you get shit. it? Yeah, no, no. It's just like, just in case. I'm That's not, funny. It's fucking horrible. So no, but. I'm hilarious. <laughs> yes, you are. Thank you. I know. So, <laughs> so the funny thing about Jessica is that once she breaks the Eddie and Dolores relationship, even for a bit, it's not really long lasting or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But then you hear her and you go like, does she want Raja to be good? Okay. Does she want him to be bad? And she's favoring Judge Doom. Because obviously Judge Doom, like we said before, bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah. You bad see guy. him, you know, you know bad he's the bad guy. guy. The bad truth guy. of the movie is, you know who the bad guy is. You're just waiting to see how he's doing his shit. Yeah, that's the truth. But the real character you're trying to decipher throughout the movie is not Eddie. It's no. not Roger. No, it's Jessica. It's Jessica. Jessica. Mm-hmm. Jessica's the true mystery of this movie. Yes, she's and like the femme fatale. She's the true. She's femme the fatale. ultimate femme fatale. One hundred percent. Fatale. And I probably said that fucked up. Fatale, fatale. Fatale. I added spice. Fatale. At the end, in French, fatale, no E. The end, the E, we don't say E. Fatale. I just added a little bit of... That's Italian. Well, I added violet ray spice. Fatale. La femme fatale. La femme fatale. So, but that's why she is such an amazing character. And that's why I wanted to focus her on for a little bit, just for the sake of saying, like, Jessica Rabbit, yes... Hot Rod, yes, Bon Bon. But truth of the matter is, the real, most mysterious, gray character of this entire fucking film. Yeah. She's definitely a catalyst. I love that word because in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, catalyst is the perfect word for a lot of these characters. I agree. It's it's not even... And I say catalyst because it's not even like... It's not, um, you know, one character leads to this. It's not that. It's cause and effect it's a ripple effect and the yes. only word for that is catalyst and it's if you notice it's always going downhill for roger yes, yes. <laughs> but it's the, I, always the going downhill for him because jessica rabbit is obviously related to who roger rabbit so this is in, by marriage in, well that's what i fucking meant by God. marriage they're not related that would have been that would have been a bit too kinky for this episode i think anyway <laughs> wow i'm just so, saying think wow. about it it's marriage wow not, she's not a bunny you know i wish that'd be hot like the bunny suit no. bunny suit no. bunny suit like playboy bunny suit that's what i'm talking about okay. yeah. yeah i was gonna say if she I was a rabbit it would be hot i'm not a fucking furry not a furry i meant bunny suit bunny suit everybody just we're gonna go back a page Bunny suit. But Lola Bunny, though. No, that's... Defend kidding. me here, Mr. Osis. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jessica flees the scene, obviously, again. So, um, again, Eddie Valiant assumes that the culprit is her, falls her into Toontown. Once he finds her, Jessica reveals... You ready for this? That... Judge Doom is actually the one who killed Surprise, Acme. surprise. Surprise. Dun, dun, dun. And Maroon, and that the former gave her his will for safekeeping. But, you ready for this? It was blank. Yep. So she. There's a reason why it was blank, though. There was. And she and Eddie are then captured by Doom and the Wings. I got captured. I got captured. Tommy, I got captured. You should be smarter than that. 
Come I on, get man. it. The tits were there. It's the tits. And it's, it's the tits always it's throwing. Tits. I was trusted the cab. He wasn't smart enough. I love the cab though. Yeah. What was the cab's name again? Cab. No, he had a name. I don't fucking know. I Damn can't. It. T- I can't remember his name. Cab. Continue. The cab. All right. At the Acme factory. Roger. Oh, ah, e. <laughs> the moment of silence at the Acme factory. Doom reveals himself as the sole shareholder of Cloverleaf Industries and explains his plot to destroy Toontown with a machine loaded with dip. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, do you want to do a sound effect for me? Da, da, da. I mean, okay, that was. Yeah. No, I want to do something intimidating. It's Toontown. Okay. We all know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, the freeway in its place and force people Benny. to drive it. What? Benny the Benny. cab. Benny, Benny the cab. Okay. Yeah. Now it's now it's Benny. Yeah. So, Benny, come on. Um, we gotta go. Yes. So now we're gonna skip to again inside when Ro- we the camera pans to Jessica and Roger. Um, unsuc- Roger unsuccessfully attempts to save Jessica, and the couple is tied onto a hook in front of the machine's water. Can. I love that part, like when it's shooting at them, but yes, they're constantly and they're like moving, moving and stuff. It, yeah, and the weasels are trying, which is great because is that's when Eddie realizes that they always laugh. Yes, and you're, they die yes, of laughter. They die, die of heart. Laughter. They have heart attacks no, no, and die. Wait, hilarious. wait, wait. They die of heart attacks and laughter, and one falls into the dip. It's horrifying no, no. for yeah. a child. One of, this, one of this, my this favorite. Isn't, this isn't one your of, like key dip. One of my like favorite. Dip, the good dip. Horrifi- that's, yeah, that's yeah. not, not my dip. Not one of my favorite dip. horrifying scenes is one of one of them dies. And the soul is going out, and they're trying to pull the soul back. How freaky is that? It's that kind. Is, it's funny as shit. It's though. coming out of him, and he's trying like, to pull uh-huh. him in. But it's like horrifying oh for a God. child. As a child, that as a child like, who watched this movie, it was a little scary. I was like, "Oh my yeah, God!" Like, what oh my that God, happens to me if I laugh too hard. Like, right? Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Insane. So, and then we tie it back to yes. what's happening in the office, where Eddie goes like. I'm going to use the talents that I learned when I was a kid. Yes. Uh, obviously, this is all implied in the movie. This is what makes the movie smart. This yes. is there's millions of things that make this, this movie is, smart. This is why, like for example, this movie, Lion King, Lord of the Rings, which mm-hmm. we've all talked about before, yep. are smart movies because they show you things that pay off at the end. Right. Yes, and this and this, this is movie one of them. Did that. Yeah. When he's trying to get them. To laugh to death, he's using his carny background because Eddie Valiant is a carny, and he's na, 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 yes. na, na, na. bing ha ha. Now Roger is his name. Love it. Fantastic. Yes, and back to the summary. So obviously, we've already the weasels are weasel. Yeah, weasels have died of laughter. Correct. So now Eddie then fights. Dun, dun, dun. Judge Doom. Judge Doom. Dr. Doom. Oh, but no, he is run over by a steamroller. He and is. survives. And ha- first off, before we even talk about him surviving, his screams were horrifying. 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 That shit horrifying. was scary as hell. You're just like, oh my God, what's happening right now? Like, like what's going on? Like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? And then he, he exposes himself. Stands up. He stands up. Go fuck yourself movie. Go fuck yes. yourself movie. Like, 
He Fuck stands you. up and, yep. and guess Fuck what? You. To the people who haven't watched this, who you totally should, he stands up and guess what he is. Guess what? Guess what? He's a fucking tune. He's Son a, of a bitch. Remember me, Eddie? Oh. Right? When I talk like this. Oh, my when God. Brother. But when not only that. Are, oh, my not, God. Not only that, because this movie just wants to fuck you in the ass with no lube. Facts. This fucking movie <laughs> says not only is he a tune, but he's the tune that killed Eddie Valiant's brother, Teddy. Yep. Son of a fucking bitch. Yep. This movie was like, fuck no. you, Here's the thing about that tune, though. And this is what I... I, I ho- Maybe you th- guys thought about it, but when yeah. I was watching this movie when I was a kid, I went like, what kind of motherfucking Inspector Gadget shit is this motherfucker? Because <laughs> he went like... And then he turned his hand into a saw. Yes. And I was like, who the, what the fuck is this? You know, I, would, I wouldn't even think like Inspector Gadget. I was so scared as a it's child. Like Inspector Gadget, but Yo, like. Tommy was fucking traumatized. I he's was. Like, I, he's like, I'm not thinking anything but a motherfucking therapy. I couldn't go to sleep thinking that, that Judge fucking, fucking that Doom was going to come. Remember me, Tommy? <laughs> like what? No, I don't have a brother named Teddy. What are you talking about? Oh, maybe but I did. Tommy. Because I killed him too. Oh my god! See, I just had like dreams. Christopher about Lloyd, fucking fantastic. I'm t- again the twist of this movie. Fucking brilliant. Yes. The way Christopher Lloyd act. Fucking brilliant. Everything. From the moment, from, from fucking the brilliant. From yes. the beginning, he's walking funny. He has fake teeth. He has fake everything. It's just to show, like, even when he loses his eye. Oh, my God. It's, it's terrifying. Just to, it's just close to the end. Do you know who was supposed to play Judge Doom? Tim Curry. Yes. Oh, it would have been And so you know why good. he didn't? He wasn't picked? Too scary. Too scary. Too scary, but it would have been so Too good with Tim scary. Curry. It would have been so good with Tim Imagine. Curry. It would have been so good. It would have been so good. Grand so. Wizard. Remember that? High five. Grand <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> All right, so I literally just read that. <laughs> just, just one more thing. I swear, and then we're almost done. So, Eddie finally defeats Doom by emptying the machine's dip supply. He uses the dip against death. him again. Oh, they were horrifying. terrifying. Yeah. But to everybody who has never watched this, out of every single movie I've watched, and I'm sure these men have watched with me. These screams were fucking horrifying. Yes. They were so real. No. They, yes. they, they were terrifying. I died once. He was dying. I died. Like my innocence yes. died with him. Yes. Like my heart sank to my feet. It was like, it was one of those screams where you're like, I'm never going to forget this. So fucked up. That was like Crash Bandicoot. That, that was, was the wrong that was kind of script. Whoa, 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 It was good. But it kind of sounded it like It was Crash how Bandicoot. Christopher Lloyd did it though. Like yes. just the... Because you got to remember, so genuine. It, it was pain. It yes, but it was like it. That's weird because it was cartoon pain. But you know, you know what I mean? Pain. Like yes, but but in a way, because when he yeah. did it the first time, it was more humanized, obviously. Yeah. But now him being a quote unquote tune, tune, he was able to change his scream. He yes. was so that it fit, and I'm sure they yes. played with it a little bit too because it's obviously more high pitched. But his scream was more cartoonish, more yes. toony type yes. of shit. Yes. And it just worked, and it was horrifying, and you watched it as a child, and you said, ugh. And I watch it again, and I say, I love this. Yes. Yes. Brilliance! Yes. Brilliant. No, 100%. So, the final part of the movie. Are you guys ready? We're going to... It ended? Are we ready? The summer Roger has sex with Jessica Rabbit. No. She said it like we're about to go for another coast. We see Jessica Rabbit naked. Maybe. I wish we did. Um, The empty machine crashes through the wall. Jessica Rabbit naked? Hold your horses there, Emma. Wait. Okay. No, I'll I'll wait. Continue. (laughs) Ah, 
interested party. So areolas, uh, what color are you thinking? <laughs> so if she's drawn, remember, she's not bad. She's just drawn that way. You got to remember that part. The it's areolas? very important. Yeah. Areolas? Areolas, what color are you thinking? So blush, I don't think... It's like blush pink. No, no, blush no, 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 no. So I think she has them ones that the areolas blend into the nipple. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? No, but about? it is 1988, so he has... No, 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 no. Because 1988 art style would have had the circle, like the circle in the middle. She's right. Circle. That She's is right. true. The more bush, too. Yes. More bush, too. More bush. Not that I've Googled this, I, but yes, that, too. You've totally Googled this. No, I, I have Googled it. But I will tell you, Jessica Rabbit... It. We've all Googled Jessica it. Rabbit doesn't have a bush. She's she definitely doesn't. shaved she doesn't. clean. No, but she's redhead. V- so she no, I feel like she was. No, she might. VHS. You're right. She no, might. No, because VHS, redhead. pause it. When she's spinning around, mm. when Benny the Cab is driving out of Toontown, pause it. Because what happens in that scene is, as he's spinning around... Her legs open. The animators added a little Easter egg there. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I did not know that. So, you ready? I am. The empty machine crashes through the wall after Judge Doom dies. Thank God. And it was horrifying and traumatized every fucking child that ever watched this fucking film. I cried. Into two... Anyway, into t- <laughs> anyway, okay, that's so good for you. Into Toontown, where it destroyed, it was destroyed by a train. Many tunes run in to see the remnants of Doom's human disguise that was disgusting and melted like a used condom on a concrete, f- you know, thing. Floor, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's really gross. That's but that was a good description because it was. It was melted be- like a condom on the fucking Emma, sidewalk. Yeah. That's a beautiful description. Thank you. I've seen so many. I'm. It's condoms or or <laughs> you don't need to know don't that. answer that question. Not, no. Don't answer that question. Don't no, answer that question. The important thing is, it could it be a condom or an actual tune just scraping by? You wouldn't the floor. know. Maybe maybe a little bit both. I you know think what I'm, saying? I, I'm actually leaning oh to the first. God. I'm actually leaning to the second one. Like I think you've seen two in stock. No, you've saying. done you, a tune. You wouldn't huh? know the shit I've seen. Okay, she's right. totally money, done tunes. You should be scared of me. You should. Oh um, my god! Well, you should be. Scared this of is me funny. Of I know I'm so funny. <laughs> um, so Toons run in to see the remnants. Eddie reveals him to be the killer Acne, Acne, and Acne's murderer, which is the happy ending. Thus, Roger's um, plate is cleared. So everyone gets a happy ending. And Eddie discovers that Roger actually wrote a love letter for Jessica on Acne's will, which was written in Disappearing Ink. Disappearing Ink, which is when he sh- uh, Roger shoots it at, yes. um, at Eddie, and he's like, what the? It disappears. Yeah, he flips out about his phone. And that's yeah. when, hold on. Can I have that real what quick? Did that I say? can't see Wait, from that. Dis- She's shaved. Oh, she is? She's shaved. She is. Yeah. Damn. Well, I'm not biased. In the VH- I appreciate it. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. But no, um, the disappearing ink was the whole point of it because the will was ri- written talk- in disappearing ink. Which is talking yeah. about Chekhov's gun. When it comes to anything like that, if you know a little bit about any story writing, Chekhov's gun is basically, you don't introduce a fucking gun into a story if you're not going to fucking use the gun. Correct. So you don't talk, in the movie they were like, well, what's it it about about the reappearing, disappearing ink? And Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's like, you don't talk about it unless unless it plays a factor factor into it. Correct. And in this movie, it plays a fucking factor because it's the... Brilliant! 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 It is brilliant. Um, Such a great 
fucking yes. film. But finally, finally, because I want to add this part. Please. Eddie Sprinkle. happily, 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 we're going to keep that happily enters Toontown with Dolores along Roger. Just got the other tunes. The end. Smile. Yes. This movie is absolutely fucking brilliant. And this. It is, and it I is. think it. I think it really deserves a spot in the flick book. It, it really, 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 really does. I don't know. You Tommy, don't even, what do you think? About uh, you it? don't even have to no, tell Tommy, me. Tommy, what do you think? What yeah, you, I want what, your. What? I want your opinion, Mister Oso Smooth. So you know what, Tommy? Tommy, favorite character, favorite favorite quote, yes, and favorite scene. So Go ahead. Uh, this is tough. My favorite character, I am going to say, is Christopher Lloyd as Judge Doom. Yes. yes. Fucking love him in that movie. Scared yes. the shit out of me as a child, and until this day has haunted me. Um, my favorite scene—I, I gotta be honest with you—I can't really tell you my favorite scene because really? I really love that movie to the point that to pick a scene would be disrespectful to the movie, in my opinion. Um, nothing ever stands out to me because the whole movie as a whole stands out to me. There's no hiccups in that movie. Yes, and. You know, the, and in every movie, and like I said, I mentioned this with Lord of the Rings, and I mentioned this with Lion King. There's boring parts where you just like we're dragging. We need to get somewhere. Not in this movie. There's no drag. It's just it's happening. So I I can't say I have a favorite scene because the whole movie to me is just a perfect scene. Yeah, a perfect scene. Yes, as I mentioned, yeah. brilliant, um, brilliant, and <laughs> I will say my favorite uh, line in the movie. It's not a line. It's actually a song. It's when they sing witchcraft. Yes. Because for fucking, and I'm, I kid you not, for almost 27 years, I was I trying to witchcraft. find that song. I was like, and I would tell people, you know when I found what the name of that song was? Last year. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Because I was sitting there and I'm like, I forgot who I was talking to. And I was like, hey, have you ever seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Because I'm an idiot. And they're just like, yeah. And I'm like, the song, the song that the sword sings. And then when I know that, and they look at me and they're like, "Never asked me. I I could have." And they and but they're looking at me, uh huh. And I'm like, "What is that song?" They're like, "That's Frank Sinatra. That's not Frank Sinatra. That's Frank Sinatra. That's not Frank Sinatra. Yeah, that's that's Frank Sinatra. It's witchcraft. It's drawn as Dino. To be fair, it doesn't look like Sinatra when the sword comes out. When you look at it, looks like Dean Martin. It looks like Dino. Yeah. So, but it's Frank Sinatra. It's all boys. How fucking crazy is that? It took that long for me to figure out. And it's I play it, and I sit there, and I all I every time that song plays, all I picture is a sword. Emma. How fucking insane is that? This Emma. movie is brilliant. Insane. Emma, I know yes, this yes, is your yes, movie, yes. but I have yes, a yes. curious mind about what is your favorite quote, character, and scene from this movie? So I actually pulled up my notes again. I don't know why I said it like that, but sure. That was very like ominous, the way you said that. All right. Um, so my favorite character would have to be Eddie Valiant, actually. Oh, Bob Eddie Hoskins. Yeah. Yes. Um, again, and I feel, like, I feel like I'm reusing this. I'm rehashing, but it's the human thing again. Um, people make mistakes and people, how they handle grief. Grief is a really, really personal thing to me. I've gone through a lot of grief in my life as young as I am. Um, death. Humans have been around forever. Death is such a big part of this movie as well. And a lot of people forget that too. There's a lot of racism and class in this movie, but there's also death and how people handle death. Um, unfortunately, not everybody can handle it the way they wish they could, you know, and Eddie Valiant is such a human character in the way that he handles death. Um, an alcoholic, you know, and he lost his passion for his job. He lost the love of his life temporarily, but something that temporary can feel like it's forever. Um, he lost his best friend, which 
unfortunately, you know, like we all know how death feels, you know, in grief. Um, we all handle death differently and it's, that's a really personal thing in this movie. And, um, I think a lot of people unfortunately push by it. Um, which I think is, it's, it's such a loss. And I really, really hope anybody in that audience that's listening to this can kind of agree with me. Grief is such a big thing. And in all of these movies that we've been talking about, I really hope that you can take away such an important message. Um, the way he handles grief and the way he's kind of had that character development to where he's like, finally I can be happy and make my brother proud in the way that I go about this situation. Um, speaking of grief and I pulled up my notes, one of my favorite quotes in this movie is here's to the pencil pushers. May they all get lead poisoning. So, um, that is such a big thing again. Brilliance. Thank you. Indeed. Brilliance. Um, no, but, and, and again, I'm going to agree with both of you. The really, really big theme is racism and class, but again, as the person who picked this movie, my big reason was nostalgia and grief. Yes, because that alone makes us humans and the people who watch it big fans of this and why it's such a personal thing to us. And I think a lot of us don't realize that until it's said or we rewatch it and realize that. So one of the things that I love about this movie, and and picking off back of what both of you said is that the character of Eddie Valiant, and I have to agree with you, Emma, Eddie Valiant is my favorite character. Not only because he copes with things the way that the Grand Wizard does once in a while. I don't know if people know. A little bit of alcohol. A little bit of alcohol. Drowning and boozing and a little bit of everything in between. But the truth of the matter is that once we get down to, to that dark path, you realize that you need to understand the the precariousness of life and the the adventure that life is exactly and then you start journeying down that path and you realize what eddie is eddie is an escape for all of us yes because the reality is that yes tunes are a metaphor for uh, racism and everything like that but at the same time tunes in this world are a metaphor for escapism they are yeah and then as as a metaphor for escapism like both he and his brother used tunes as an escapism this was like their pop culture this this was their whatever it was that they they needed to get out of real life for until it bit them back in the butt yeah it bit them back in the ass real bad yeah it was no 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 it bit them back in the ass real bad yeah and then that's why it's really interesting seeing that. And then the best line of this movie, once, once you consider the themes and once you consider, because the main theme is racism and you can even include classism in all of this, but you also include like psychological trauma. Mm-hmm. You include uh, alcoholism and everything like that. The line that actually describes it the best mm-hmm. is Roger Rabbit when he's describing his situation as a tune where he goes like, uh, I mean, Eddie, sometimes laughter is the best thing we have. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes laughter is the best Because thing. they yeah. always feel that in every situation needs to have comedy involved. But that's the yeah. point that Roger actually learns. It's not always funny. No, yes. it's not. And, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. A Brilliant. Brilliant. But a lot of people, and I mean, I know people like this and I cope like that too. Um, with hardships in my life, I laugh about humor it. is comedy. Yes. We, comedy will always so, keep you and around. I know so many people listening as well can relate to that. Sometimes yeah. we laugh at shit, but do we really find it funny? No, that's no. the we point. Don't. That's the point. You know, and that even was, if it's yeah. 
hurting. It is, and it, it and you and don't realize that he's hurting that. And whole that's movie. why it's brilliant. It that's is. what makes it yeah. brilliant. And I, I really wish people gave this movie the credit it deserves because it it, it really escapism. Exactly. I love what you said about that, but it yeah. portrays escapism with a, a really 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 good. Portrayal. And then closing it out, and this is basically the dunemong of all of it is the following is my favorite scene in the movie is when Eddie actually takes and makes the weasels laugh to death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's because he takes his pain and he takes everything that he has and everything we've talked about before and turns it into humor. To kill them. To kill them with kill it. Kill them with it. Kill them with humor. Kill, kill them with, with comedy. You. Your pain becomes a weapon. Absolutely. And then it's like everything just works around in that movie for that. And yep. that... Is what makes this movie brilliant. Yep. So, Amen. you know, I think that's about it when it comes to so. everything yes. like that. So I this is so. Big Money Eddie signing off. No, not yet. No, don't sign off yet. No, you have to yet. sign off last. Yeah, technically oh. I sign off. You gotta, you yes. got, you gotta let us know what movie's coming but next. Also, uh, uh, well, also, uh. also, also, before we even conclude, I haven't asked you guys the big important question: the flick book. Would you? Mr. Oh So Smooth, Tommy, would you say that this- Oh So Smooth. Right? Crunchy, crunchy something. Oh So Stroke. Mr. Oh So Stroke. I'll come up with, don't worry. I was going to call him Pretty Princess, but I've already picked on him enough. Uh, I love you so much. You have ripped me apart. You're you're lucky. Crunchy Stroke. The Crunchy Stroke. You're both fucking (laughs) (laughs) jerk-offs. We love you. You're both Um, fucked up. No, but would you say that this deserves a spot in your personal flick book? What do you think? 100%. 100%. I, I would put this in my flick book, and I believe this should be in the flick book. This movie is too good. All right. Brilliant. And Big Money Eddie. What about you? Do you think that this deserves a spot in your personal flick book and the flick book itself? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to be like, What a dick. Fuck you. What the hell have you been doing this whole episode? <laughs> no, no. Every After everything you said, Big Money, like this? No, 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 no. On the contrary. Like, this is, like Tommy said. Yeah. This is my flick book. This is the second round's flick book. This is anybody's flick book, if you will. Yeah. Like, anybody who wants to talk about greatest movies of all time, either start here or don't start at all. Yeah. Nice. So. Nice. All right. Well, I would definitely say mine totally deserves. I think it deserved second place, and this movie I think, means a lot to me. Listen, honestly, yeah. you, you should have won. I should have. Um, in a in, in a world in a real in a real, I'll say a con where people actually have a fucking brain, and I, I'm not hating on everyone that goes to the con because it's all about opinion based. Yeah. But that's why we're here. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We're here to talk yes. about what really matters. No, absolutely. You should have won. At, at best case scenario, the Lord of the Rings should have won against this for like one vote. Yes, but... That's yeah. about... Even it. then, it's only because... Yeah. It's, it's just the and, fandom. Uh, it's fandom. Yes. Again, yes, it is. That's at best. Fandom, keep in mind, keep in mind, and I'm going to say this real quick. When we do the challenge, we always ask, in your opinion, yep. what's... The best movie. Yeah. What's who would win in a fight? The reason we're asking that, and people out there listening, pay attention. Because we want to know what the fuck you actually know. Yeah. Most exactly. of the time, and I will tell you this, if doing this for five fucking years, well now six years, you usually drop the ball. Which yep. means you really yes. don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you're just there because it's a time. Actually, yes, just to be yes, fair yes. to you, Emma, and I want to close with this and then 
I think uh, Mr. Rosa Smith is going to ask me a question. Well, we're, we we all have to close. I will do that. This but, is true. This but, is true. But um, Mr. Rosa Smith, question. Yeah. What did I tell you in MegaCon about this movie? Oh, well, you've said, if, you said if, many things about this movie. I, <laughs> I, I think you said many things and I wasn't no, even no, there. But so. if Brilliance! I were, <laughs> if I was given the option between these three movies. You pick this movie. I would have picked so, this But I said the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, before we close, because we're going to close, but I do want to finish off because this was my movie. Yeah. Um, when you guys actually first interviewed me at Metricon and I talked about cosplay and escapism and everything and how it meant so much to me, this movie means a lot to me because I'm in a community where escapism is number one. Oh, this yes. movie spoke to me on levels because I was going through a time of grief. I was going through a time where I thought escapism was the best route, just like Eddie Valiant, and that's a character that I can relate to, and I know so many people listening can relate to. And this movie portrayed this 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 top we all do. Absolutely. We're human. But like Lord of the Rings, you know, we talk about human greed and, and being human and storytelling, but this movie tells a different story. It's about grief, it's about racism, it's about class, but it's about just sometimes every sometimes things are negative and they don't work out the way we want and we want an escape. And this movie does that beautifully. So with that, I think we are going to wrap up. This was Emma Violet, the Violet Ray, the girl next door. And I'm so excited to be talking about my movie. And next time we'll Yay. be talking about Mr. Oso oh Smooth's movie. You want to take it from here? Actually, Actually no, no, we would be we already spoke about my movie. We're gonna be talking about uh you forgot? Wait, did I forget? No, yeah. Last week we spoke about Lion King. Oh yeah, we did. Oh. Remember, we gotta go in. Oh, I know, I understand. We go in order. We don't My go. We don't do tried. snake draft. We don't go backwards. It's in order. So big money's. Oh, gonna I thought be we next. were going Back to the Future. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, Robert Zemeckis and Christopher Lloyd and Christopher Lloyd. Um, let and me just say, producer Steven Spielberg. Let me. Twice. It's too good. It's too good. Let me just say, Emma, great job. Fantastic job with this movie. I'm so glad it made it to the fucking end. This movie. Thank you. you. It's just too good. And it should have won. I'm sorry, Big Money, but it should have won. I have so much fun watching this fucking movie. I had so much fun talking about it. Brilliance. This is the key word. Hashtag brilliance when it comes to this movie. Um, My name is Tommy James. It came to so smooth. A.K. the spoon affect himself or as big money likes to put it i'm the most dangerous man in geekdom we'll find out why later on um great job great okay, job you. you fucking get me emotional yeah, no. it's fucking I know, insane I have to. it's the hormones she's so good i know i know I it's know. the hormones <laughs> it's the hormones so i'll i'll say this feminism. big money oh wow feminism wow yeah i'm woke oh no that's no problem. not on this we'll show you this. <laughs> 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 we'll fix that but don't okay, worry about it's it fine. um but before uh, I, you know, I like I said, I would vote for this movie, and all that shit going along the way. So I'm just letting you know that I love this movie. Either way, I know the people better than you do, so that's why I picked the movie that won. Just letting you know oh, sure beforehand. You <laughs> Don't worry, you'll learn. Yeah, sure, I will. Yeah, you will. Sure. No, no, no. You'll learn. You'll yeah, learn how it works. I know. Just try. I have to so, learn. <laughs> I have to learn from the master. You'll learn how it works. You, you'll be a great apprentice. I'm going to tell you, Thank you uh, right now. Prototype. Thank you, the prototype. She is Protégé? the prototype. She's the prototype. She's the prototype. She's the protege. She's the protege. Protege. But here's the thing. Now that we talked about everything, I'm going to tell you this, though. When it comes to Disney, mm-hmm. I think... We need to go back to not just the classics, but the underrated classics. Yes. So, in my opinion, I think we need to go back to some 
hidden 90s treasure. Ooh. And actually not 90s, but almost 90s. Almost and the 90s. movie is called Atlantis, The Lost Empire. So I want you guys to see it. Bye-bye. beginning of a beautiful friendship.